Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we continue, Be'ezer Hashem, now in Peregimel, moving on to Mishnah Zayin. Rabbalozer Ish Bar Toisa Oimer, Tein Loi Mishaloi. Give him, meaning give Hashem from him what's his, because everything we have is his. Sha'ata Vishaloch Shaloi. You, physically, your body, Vishaloch, and all your possessions. Ishaloi belongs to him, belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So whatever we do in terms of mitzvahs, whatever we give in terms of tzedakah is all HaKadosh Baruch Hu's anyway. And we'll explain for Rabbi Yoyna how he understands it. David says, From you is everything. From your hand, we're giving back to you. That's the first part of the Mishnah. Let's hear Rabbi Yoyna. This is referring to both physically, the amount of physical exertion that a person does to perform mitzvahs, to sort of extend himself. And sometimes a person may think, wow, I've extended myself so much and I, I got up early to go to a minion. I stayed up late to help somebody out. And we think, wow, all of that energy that I use from my own self, my own physical self, and really it belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us every breath called Neshima and Neshima Ka. So we shouldn't take the credit for it. And then, certainly all of our wealth belongs to Hashem and He gives it to us at His disposal with His Chesed. And when we give it back, we're giving it back to Him, which really was His. The point of this Mishnah is to tell us that don't hold back from exerting yourself and doing mitzvahs. Don't hold back from using your money wisely to do mitzvahs and tzedakah with it. Because it's all Hashem's in the first place. You, physically, and you, your money, are all His. You're not really giving from yourself. You're not giving from your physical body. You're not giving from your monetary wealth, it all is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's all His. Ben Yena now gives us the proper attitude of how to deal with money, how to deal with one's wealth. That the moment of a person, all the person's money is really a pikodin. It's really there as a safe deposit and as a security that was given by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to each person. And we know the halach is by Epikodin, you have to hold it safely until the person asks for it back. You're not allowed to use that Epikodin for your own purposes. That would be considered stealing. Ella says, here it's different by this Epikodin. This Pikodin that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a person wealth is a little bit different than the typical Pikodin, the typical deposit from somebody else that a person is giving security to someone to watch. This security a person is allowed to take from it for his own needs. That he's allowed to use. He has the latitude to take from his wealth to use for his own needs. The Hashar and the rest of it, which he doesn't need for his own needs, he should be dispensing it and giving it to the one or to the people 
that the Bala Bikodin, in this case Hashem, wants him to give it to and wishes that he does with it. And so, Melor Malchi Amlokam HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Asher Tzivo Loseis Laniyim, Umatonis Laavyoinim, Hashem has commanded us to give from our wealth to poor people, to give gifts to those who are in need. And as a matter of fact, the person really should be very happy that Hashem blessed him with wealth and he's able to respectfully live with that wealth that Hashem has given to him as a Bikodin with the knowledge that the rest of it is only there to do what the Bala Bikodin wants the person to do with that wealth. And therefore he certainly is happy and should thank Hashem that he has been chosen to be this, by the Balapik, the, the Nifgat over here, the person entrusted as a guardian of this wealth and can use it to live respectfully and yet do what Hashem wants him to do with it. And the truth be told, if a person does what he's supposed to with the rest of his wealth, he shouldn't take credit from him. Uh, you know how much money I gave Tzitzadoka? You know how many chasodim I've done with my money? It's not your money, Rabbi Neinah says. You're just doing exactly what Dabala Bikodin commanded you to do with the money and is entrusting you to do that. That's why it was given to you in the first place. Sir Rabbi says we can understand the Marshal. Understand this concept with the Marshal of a Melech Bas of Adam. He gives to one of his servants a thousand zuz. Vomaleni tells him, You could take a hundred zuz for yourself, for your own needs. And the other nine hundred, I want you to divide it, give it out to nine other people. He would be very happy. In other words, the person who has nothing. And then someone comes over to him, or in this case, the king comes over and they say, hey, You know what? Here's a thousand dollars. I want you to take a thousand for yourself and give the other nine thousand out to those who are needy. Here's a hundred thousand dollars. You can keep ten thousand for yourself. The other ninety thousand, dispense it properly to those who are in need. I didn't give it the money to them because I wanted to give you the schus to be able to support them. I didn't give the money to them because I wanted you to get the mitzvah of being able to give tzedakah. Oh, the person, if that's how it would be understood, and that was the, the understanding, the arrangement ahead of time, of course, he would be very happy. He got, he didn't have before $10,000, now he has it. And just increase the numbers, it was a million dollars. And the king says, keep 100000 for yourself, but the other 900000 I expect you to divvy up amongst those who are in need. person would be very happy, he now has 100000 for himself. The only problem with this marshal, as the Pirkei Sholem points out, is that that's not the way the halacha seems to tell us what we have to do in terms of tzedakah. It's the opposite. Really, nine-tenths a person could keep for himself and 10% he gives away for miser. Or to do with an ayin yafa, giving a miser, the Yashokhanor says, is only an odem benini. With an ayin yafa, to do it properly is 20%, a fifth of a person's assets. Okay, so then really the marshal should be that he's given $100,000, $80,000 he can keep for himself, and $20,000 he gives away. Well, the other bain, and he gives $10,000 away. Why does Rabbi Niyayna inverse the marshal? And the Pirkei Sholem says that this Rabbi Niyayna seems to be a proof to 
Ramesha's Shita, Agrin Ramesha Feinstein's Zatzal, his Shita, and it's brought actually in, if you want to look it up, in Igrismesha, Erechaim Chelekei, Simen Mem Gimel, that this din of giving a tenth of one's parnasa or a 20% of his earnings, that's only for a person who needs all of the money to live on the 90% or the 80%. But says Ramesha and Usher Muflug, one who has millions and millions of dollars, or perhaps in our days, billions of dollars at his disposal, and the profit margin that he's making is in the multi-million dollars, says Ramesha, that's not what the Shulchan Aruch is talking about, that you give away 10%, 20%. In that case, Ramesha says the Asher Muflug, it's the opposite. It's what Rabbi Niyan is saying, that the person could take 10% for himself, still live quite lavishly and luxuriously, and the rest of the money, the nine-tenths, he has to give to other people. So not an easy Nisayan for people who are in that type of bracket to uh, to have this attitude. This is Rabbi Yen is telling us. It's exactly what he's telling us. Obviously, a person should be Shaya with a Meira Hira and a Rav. What he's supposed to be doing with this sort of excess money? He has plenty of money to live for himself, his children, probably enough to put away for his grandchildren, and still has much, much more left to be able to do good and tzedakah with others. That's the marshal Rabbein Yain is giving, and that's what he adds with this marshal to the Mishnah over here. And the Mishnah brings a proof, and truth be told, we'll see that we're very familiar with these psukim in, in, in Divrei Yomim. We say it on a daily basis, all the psukim before this pasuk. Let's take a look at Divrei Yomim. Hashem, you have all of the power, all of the strength, all of the greatness. Everything in the heavens and the earth. You're the most exalted, you're the king of everything. Wealth and honor is to you, Hashem. You control everything. You have all the power, all of the strength. You can lift everybody up. So we thank you, Hashem, for everything you give us. We praise your name. The Chimiani David Amalek says, Umi Ami, who am I? My nation that I'm working on behalf of Kinatzer Koyach Lisnadev Kazois, that I should sort of hold back from being giving and donating all of this money for the base Hamidrash which you wanted to build. All of it comes from you, Hashem. And from your hand, we're giving back to you. These are the psukim that the Tana here of Elozav Ishbartus is bringing. Slazer that B'mokamachra, a little bit later in those Psukim, it says that it's from your hand, and to you is everything. Rabbi Nehemiah says, That's in terms of the physical exertion that David HaMelech was doing. He prepared himself and he prepared all the plans to build the base Hamidash, which ultimately Shloim HaMelech is unbuilt. That is going and that's in terms of all of the money that David HaMelech donated and segregated, which he considered himself after that a poor man because he gave almost all of his wealth away for the base Hamidosh. 
that's the puzzle which we just read. Should we hold back from donating all of this? David HaMelech says, It's all from you. And from your hand, we're giving it back to you. That's the attitude. Rabbi Yoyin explains what the Tana here, Bartus, is telling a person and teaching us really the proper attitude of a person's wealth. Let's finish the end of the Mishnah now. Rabbi Shimon Eimer, or Rabbi, the Rabbi Yoyin's gear says, Rabbi Yaakov Eimer, someone who's walking on the road, and he's learning, like we had earlier, that someone is walking and he's by, he's, he's by himself, he's alone, he's able to focus properly, and he's thinking and he's learning. And then he stops from his learning. He gets distracted by some beautiful garden, some beautiful tree. Look at this beautiful furrow, a plowed field. He takes note of it. The Mishnah says that he's guilty, he's chayav misa for stopping his learning. Says when a person is in the midst of learning, he should not be interrupting it with mundane matters. When a person is learning Torah, he's learning with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is there. So imagine a person is learning with with Reb Chaim and then all of a sudden he sees something interesting. Would he stop? He says, "Wow, that's such an interesting thing." He he wouldn't do it out of disrespect for Reb Chaim for the Torah that he's learning. Because he has an aim and a yira. Not an aim that he's worried he's going to get punished. Not that the person could punish him. He has an awe. There's a certain respect and awe that he has by learning with the Godel Adar. Well, let's multiply that over only billions of times when a person is learning with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kenya Shama, like the Gemara says, a person who's learning and he doesn't sort of, his lips are not trembling. He's worthy of being burnt because he doesn't appreciate the schus and the awe that he has to have learning Torah. When a person's learning, it's as if he's being crowned with Torah. He's, he's wearing the crown of Torah. Which is Hashem's crown because how could he interrupt? He's in the middle of wearing the crown of the king and all of a sudden he starts talking about something else. It's as if he throws the, throws the crown off his head. And a person who would stop in midst of learning, Mamish, in the middle of a talking, a sentence in learning, to stop talking about something mundane, even to appreciate Hashem's Bria about the beautiful tree, and if we understand and appreciate it, Rabbi Yenis says, it really makes sense that a person should be going from the wearing the crown of Torah, speaking in learning together with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and interrupting that with Sikha B'Tayla. Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shir by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.